This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. (laughs) Boy! Hello, and welcome to 2022, and welcome to a new year of... 90 for Chill the Podcast. This is your host, Cool Movies Darth. It's a late start for me. A lot of drama, which I surely will address once we get this show rolling. I first want to bring up something. I've been trying to find movies that people love, but don't really qualify for 90 for Chill. And that's usually solely because of the end credits. I don't want to discredit the people who put so much effort into the features i mean hell that would make me seem like a bad filmmaker or aspiring filmmaker you want to learn more about that the blog is main event of the dead.com and i'm happily will send out treatments for my screenplay the professional wrestling zombie comedy main event of the dead just send an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com and i'll be happy to hook you up and also if you'd like I wouldn't mind some ideas on how to get this out of developmental hell. How to get to a Kickstarter or GoFundMe or Indiegogo. You know, the hook. I'm not asking for cash. That's another part of my drama to start the new year, or I should say to close the past. The point is, I took the time to, I'm taking the time, I should say, to uh, watch some movies that do not hit that 140 minute mark. This is inspired by Monster Hunter basically only having an hour 37 of material but 11 minutes of credits it seemed like i watched a couple movies and there's other movies i'm looking to address but the first movie i watched was pandorum and it does not qualify for 90 for chill the podcast It'd be an interesting talk especially after event horizon with kodiak thompson i think we can address the thing but i'm gonna have to watch the thing 2011 to do so and I didn't think the movie was that bad, and I guess I'm not the only one because I couldn't find any used copies at Disc Replay and Champagne. What I'm looking for, well, what I'm looking to talk about now, though, is, and I'm just going through my physical media collection right now, the Blu-rays in particular, what I'm looking for is perhaps somebody to talk about The Last Starfighter. That is definitely an interesting project, and I guess you could say that about the same, any movie starring the head of ocp from robocop so if you want to talk about that hit me up again the email address is rustthebus07 at gmail.com that's r-u-s-s-t-h-e-b-u-s-0-7 at gmail.com just tell me you want to talk about that movie and i'll be happy to or we can talk about a lot of weird 80s space operas other way of connecting with me would be to follow me at catbusrus that's at c-a-t-b-u-s-r-u-s-s on twitter and see what i'm up to and also communicate with me. So with no further ado, uh, let's get to the Disney stuff, which I believe the blog title will list. Here's a trailer of the most recent sub 100 minute movie from the Disney archives that I watched inspired by my trip to Disney World. And I'll be back after that. 
Bringing a Disney animated character to life requires much more than the drawing of thousands of cells. Animators must be actors, able to give unique personalities to anything from dogs to dragons, from flowers to furniture. In Disney's high-spirited animated comedy, The Aristocats, cats take on every personality imaginable. They laugh, cry, sing, dance. They dive into action and fall in love. It's how Disney puts emotion into motion pictures. Walt Disney's classic, The Aristocats. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. So you may ask yourself, why the Aristocats? Well, okay, it's kind of my thing, tats and cats. That's what I put on the dating profiles. One of the most tempting things that I wisely did not purchase Granted, I spent $270 on a lightsaber, but it has a Rancor tooth as the base. Yeah, definitely something Ultra Sabers cannot offer yet. But I digress. What I was trying to avoid buying was this little backpack purse, which had all three of the little kittens from the Aristocats. And it just kind of surprised me that it was such a popular item. Yes, I know, cats. That's kind of my thing, but... It's not like I really remember the Aristocats. It's a fine film, a fun film, and there's a lot of things that I dug about it. But the thing with Disney World is that there was really no connection to the park itself, which kind of throws me off, I guess, from this trip. Like, aside from Disney Hollywood Studios, IP isn't really that important to Disney. Now, I get the original park, Magic Kingdom, why we're creating more rides, I'm sorry, more films from the rides than we are adding IP to stuff. I'm really disappointed that they removed the alien encounter featuring Stitch. I mean, if that gives us the Tron Light Cycles ride, that's cool, but I don't think that really has anything to do with it. And I hope Skimble tearing up the bassinet is not too much trouble to the audio. But when you go to Epcot, this is, you know, 10 years into the Disney project. And yeah, Figment's cool, but we really could have used a little more IP tie-in. And we didn't really get that till like the 90s, honestly, and not much there. If any, really, I'd say the 2000s. Like, are you telling me that Walt didn't want to insert his stuff all over the place. Hey, Patrick Ward Burton is cool host of Soaring, which is weird ride in itself because the waiting area, you have the theme to Universal's The Last Starfighter as your music. It's just kind of odd. And when you have Patrick Ward Burton and you don't really have him doing Patrick Ward Burton stuff, say his Buzz Lightyear or Bronk, it just kind of feels like a missed opportunity. So it should get interesting once they get the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which, honestly, the Poetic Critic really undersells stuff. Like, going back to the Magic Kingdom, I've never seen Mickey's PhilharMagic, and I didn't know it was a Duck, Donald Duck project. So it's like, that would have sold me right there. And people are complaining about Disneyland changing the Tower of Terror, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen to Disney World. It's going to be a Twilight Zone ride, which I appreciate. It's IP. The Guardians of the Galaxy skin they placed on the ride in California sounds pretty cool. 
Uh, otherwise, all I can really say is that Splash Mountain really needs to change. Like, but then again, I watched The Aristocats, which did have a context warning before it on Disney+. And I thought, you know, hopefully it's just Thomas O'Malley the Alley Cat. I'm sorry to not put that J in front of it. Mispronouncing a bunch of French words basically to insult the French people. And hey, as a massive Anglophile, I kind of dug a Paris without any French people in it. There's only one person, one character that has a French accent, and that was the guy they tried hitchhiking with. So it's like, now, granted, as I say, uh, it wasn't just Thomas O'Malley, which is weird seeing a guy who voiced Baloo and Little John from other Disney movies, and that's something interesting, because you had the entire F Troop cast somehow put in this feature. Like, do we really miss the ensemble that Disney had for, I'd say, a good 25 years? We're talking all the way back to the Jungle Book through The Fox and the Hound. I'm just curious. When it comes to the racism, yeah, it's there, and it's just one bit where the Chinese cat, a Siamese cat, but I digress, goes all Mickey Rooney from uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's while a little kitten plays the piano. But otherwise, I can get over that. And the Aristocats, well, it has the best villain, I think, or because who who's not prioritizing cats ahead of themselves? Like, hey, so the cats live for 12 years, and that's not true. Ava will live forever. It's just that... Um, you know, I want my stuff now, and it's like, I wonder if Veruca Salt had any pets with that kind of attitude. So it's easy to empathize, empath eh, be empathetic to the cats. Uh, but again, like Zsa I'm sorry, it's I think it was Ava Gabor. My bad. She's not French. Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat, is an American who's playing a cat instead of a bear like he standard does. The Little Mouse is a Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I do appreciate the British geese, especially our drunk Uncle Waldo. So there's a lot of fun things about the Aristocats. It doesn't really have any kind of staying power. What I really kind of enjoyed most about it, perhaps, was the art style, which really was probably just budget cuts. It kind of get, had a Ralph Baschke feel, seeing like the fact that a lot of the action is not really solid lines it's you can just tell that this was all pencil stuff and like i'm i'm kind of wondering if they really even uh went over inked over it but i i found it charming especially with the motions and the movements of the cats so you know if you like cats you like disney this is a movie worth watching and uh besides for our chinese cat pretty inoffensive so doesn't make americans look great i guess another thing about thomas o'malley the alley cat but i digress yeah with that all said let me put this on a brief pause so i can figure out how much time i get to bs about the rest of my life and thanks for coming on this ride thus far hello there it's been a rough time for me let's just say that it's interesting i've been able to stay uh clean haven't had any weed this year, so curious about making that a New Year's resolution. But that's just because I'm exhausted via 
being on my feet eight hours a day at Best Buy, which I greatly appreciate because I don't have my banking job any longer. Disney World was a lot of fun. It just took a lot of time for me to wind up for it, and that's probably just because, again, work depression. But it's definitely something you want to do with somebody. I guess that's my opinion. I'm just very easy to be alone in a room, and we discussed that with C2E2. Hey, ladies, I am single. You kind of have to just take note of things. Like, I did, I think, make a friend. She runs the Once Upon a Tea shop, a Etsy shop. Hey, I'm down with all the Etsy chicks, it looks like. How are we doing, Allie? She, you know, we just happened to run into each other at Disney MGM's, I'm sorry, Disney Hollywood Studios, and... You know, just have a brief conversation before we both had to leave. That was the last day of my trip, so I couldn't really do anything with that. But, you know, it was just great. You know, it's like going to a gay bar at the end of a uh, rough night. At least I know somebody's going to treat me right. It's interesting, and it would be great to have the Poetic Critic on to talk about it. Because, you know, as we're chatting after the trip, you know, we're only a state away. You know, she was talking about how, oh, why didn't you do all these character dinners or Space 220? And it's like, I'm going to skip eating to wait in line, get my reservation for Savi's lightsaber place or spend 100 bucks at Oga's Cantina. And hey, it's not all just Star Wars. Believe me, my mom was thinking that that's the reason why the merchandise sucked. No, the merchandise sucked for Star Wars, too. Where am I? Imperial Binders. That one's for the geeks, believe me. You want to play Princess Leia with me? I got the equipment. Oh, so. Now I'm just going off, and I've only had one white Russian. I didn't say I was sober. Some people like to go there for those experiences. I'm about the rides. And, again, with the IP, lack thereof, I should say. Like, it's kind of cool that Slinky Dog has his own roller coaster, because... What did he really get out of Toy Story? So, I mean, it's those little things I like to take note of. And you just got to find your own zone if you're on your own. And remember, you got two lovely cats back home. So with that said, I'm going to wrap this all up. Thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill, the podcast. I'm sure I'll be able to line a guest up for next week. I've got the Ready or Not with Michael Dubois that we're still working on getting. I mean, Quid Pro Joe, Joe Goldwitzer, he's trying to come up some time for me. Kodiak's got some ideas. And Gregory Carl has Shudder, so he's got stuff on his mind. So thanks again for sticking around 90 for Chill. I'm hoping to make 2022 a great year. Rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you want to talk trash, again, Twitter at CatBusRuss, otherwise five star reviews only, please. And thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill, the podcast. Can I hear a wahoo? Thank you, Stacia Harden, for always being there. We miss you.